This fine episode of the Launchpad Podcast was recorded pre-quarantine, so if you're wondering, hey, why aren't the Rocketeers social distancing? It's because we recorded this just after Valentine's Day, and we put it in the bank. Taking a little minute to edit, but guarantee you, it's been worth the wait. We hope you guys are staying safe out there, and we really appreciate you listening to the Launchpad Podcast while you're living that lockdown life. You can find a playlist of most of the songs heard on today's episode on my Spotify just go to Spotify and look for Aaron McLean, and there'll be a playlist called Songs from Movies About the Movie. Hit like and subscribe. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod and our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Leave those reviews. Tell your friends about us because we think we're pretty funny, don't we, Rumi? We, no, we don't think we are. We know we are. <laughs> I'm, I'm willing to admit that maybe not everybody agrees with that as hard as we do, but like, no, we're fucking hysterical, at least in handsome boy town, you know? <laughs> Around the launch pad, we're pretty well known. <laughs> Only takes one, man. All right, guys, today we have an amazing episode. It's super bizarre, but there are an entire pantheon of songs that are in movies about the movie that they are in. We're going to dive Pantheon. into Pantheon. Wow, you're really classing the joint up. There. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of them. There's like a lot of them. There's a lot of songs. Wow. Okay. Let's get on with the Launchpad Podcast. Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. All right, welcome to the Launchpad Podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm uh, Matt. And Matt, I'm super pumped about this one. This one has been on the books for a long time. This is an idea that my wife brought up because she was like, you have to do this. She had this idea about movies that have a song in them that are about the movie that they are in. And this is one of my absolute favorite things. And I think there's a lot of movies, especially in the, the, the 80s and early 90s, that this was a thing. But like, it's so fucking fun. Because either you do it awesome and you nail it, which is, I think, rare. Yeah. Or you just have fun with it. Or you try hard and you fail. And it's all fun. No matter what category it falls in. Yeah. It's fun as hell. And there, this is one of those things that you told me about. And I was like, that could be a good episode. I could see that as being fun. And then I start doing my research. I start doing stuff. And I'm like, I, I could go on for three days with this. There's so many. Like, I don't even know what you have planned. But I have so many that I could oh, talk yeah. about all day. Tons. And it's one of those ones, it's usually in the end credits, mm -hmm. sometimes in the opening credits, and sometimes it's smack dab in the middle of the movie, and there's just like oddly specific. There's different categories, there's different degrees, there's different tiers of it. Mm -hmm. There's an entire genre based out of this. Genre of what? Of, of these songs. It's called the wrap-up rap. Really? Yeah, right. I found it. The okay. wrap-up rap. And we'll get into all this, but first, I got to tell you about a little dream I had. <laughs> so, Kate and I have been allergic to everything. Wait, is this real or is this like a, a, a leaded joke? How about you listen to the story and find out, Rumi? <laughs> Stop my jokes. All right. So, lately, Kate and I have been allergic to everything. There's like mildew in the walls or something. I don't know. And I didn't know this. Tell me if you knew this. Allergy pills, a common known side effect is horrible dreams. I don't know if I knew it, knew it, but that makes sense. It's super weird. Because I know they amp people up, so that makes sense. I've been having horrible dreams because okay. of taking all these allergy pills. Freddy Krueger's been in them, okay? So I'm there. <laughs> Freddy Krueger's there. Dokken's there because I'm on the set of the music video for Dream Warriors. Dokken's Dream Warriors. <laughs> and Dokken is being a bunch of assholes. They're like, oh, hey, you like Dokken? Of course, I'm going to be like, yeah, sure. And they're like, name another Dokken song. <laughs> name one other Dokken song. I'm like, uh, I don't know. And they're like, oh, look at this poser. 
they're just like teasing me. They're being shitheads. Freddy Krueger's the only guy being cool. He's like, come on, guys. He just wants to be in the video. Come on, guys. Leave him alone, Leave him alone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay, man. I know. I know. I get it. And then Dokens being dicks. They're relentless making fun of me. I can't name a single Dokken song other than Dream Warriors. How about you? I couldn't. When you said Dokken at first, I thought you either meant the guy who wrote Lord of the Rings. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> or some sort of like Naruto character. I was like, I don't know where you're going with this. Is that an now Overwatch that, thing? <laughs> <laughs> now that I know what you're, you're referencing, I, the name fits. But no, I don't know jack shit. I don't even know how many guys are in the band. Well, Dokken for the movie Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. Your favorite. Did a fucking baller song mm-hmm. that plays at the end credits play and it's amazing and i think we should play a second all right let's hear a little bit rumi's air guitaring rumi's throwing horns up rumi rocks it pretty hard if you guys have never seen rumi on the goddamn dance floor it's something to behold (laughs) there's so much hair in these videos okay i can imagine except on freddy In the video, she's like building that paper mache house. Yeah, with like with like rock and roll shit on it. Yeah. Maybe tonight you'll be gone. I was never into this genre of music, but I should be because it's so fucking. It's kind of awesome and hysterical at the same time. Oh, so hysterical, dude! That's the best part. Like hair metal takes itself so seriously, and you're like, you guys are ridiculous, right? You Mm -hmm. know this, right? And it's like, oh, I love it. That's Dream Warriors by Dokken. The music video is incredible. And just so you guys know, on our YouTube page, what? You guys go to YouTube page? You bet we do. Is there anything on it? No. <laughs> no, no, you just say not yet. <laughs> not yet. Well, there is a video of you doing commentary about wrestling. Okay. And we, if you haven't seen that, and I'm not just saying this because I think I'm funny, it's pretty fucking funny. We had the people next to us, uh, me and my buddy Steve. Right? Steve Prince, yeah. We were doing live commentary on the Women of Wrestling at what was it? It was WonderCon. I think it was at WonderCon. WonderCon two years ago, or oh no, it was Los Angeles Con. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he and I did a live commentary on this wrestling match. Neither one of us know anything about wrestling, really. So <laughs> it's we're funny. making shit up. It's really funny. If you haven't sh- seen it, check it out. But yeah, so there's that on there, and then this playlist of all these videos from some of the songs that we're doing, as many as I could find. Some of them are really hard to find. So so that's Dream Wars. And look, he's talking about being sleepy. He's talking about like, oh man, we're the Dream Warriors. I don't want to dream no more. You want to hold on to this because maybe tonight you'll be gone. Never mentions Freddy. Never mentions right, right, Freddy, right. which is weird. But but you know what? I'll give it to them. They're 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 trying not to be corporate shills chilling out for New Line. Fuck that man. They were like, no, we're gonna make a real song. We're gonna belt it out. Freaking good, right? I love it, and it's it's one of those. It's it's not when you told me this idea for the topic for the episode. It wasn't the one of the first ones that jumped to my mind. Yeah, I love that it did for you, and I think it is a great one to start with. Because this is the era of this type of song. Exactly. Like the movie song, mm-hmm. the title song. Exactly. The character song. I love that. If we could stay in the nightmare realm. Let's do it. One of my favorites uh-huh. is a song called A Nightmare on My Street by none other than Will Smith and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Oh, fuck. Yeah, man. Let's pull that up right now. Using a little bit of that Nightmare on Elm Street theme. Yep. But Matt. Oh, I know. Oh, okay. I'll let you get into it. It's a bitchin' song, right? Bitchin' song. Have you ever seen the video for it? I have. It's cool because in this video, 
like the Freddy that he has doesn't look like Freddy Krueger. Oh. I'd like to tell about this guy you all know me as I'm scared as hell. He comes to me at night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. <laughs> he wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's hot outside, he wears it anyway. He's home when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm asleep. I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street. <laughs> so good. Now, I love this vintage Will Smith stuff. It is some of my favorite rap because it's like not offensive. It's a good time. He tells stories oh, so well. Oh, so funny. And like, like when he wrecks his parents' I car. Love yeah. I love that one. Parents just don't and understand, And this is man. the same vein as that, yeah. but Freddy Krueger. He tells funny. a whole story. And it's it's a great song. It's like five minutes long. It's he super fun. He calls Fred. He says he's burnt up like a weenie. Burnt up like a weenie. He's explaining all the different stuff that they do. You know, uh, Jeff has a whole bunch of other friends and stuff in it. It's hysterical. Now- this was actually made in, or was released in 1988, recorded in 1987. It was originally going to be on the Nightmare 4 soundtrack. Yeah. But eventually the producers decided not to put it on there. But I don't know why, because they did put something and we'll do that song next. Right. But what the <laughs> fuck? Why wouldn't you pick this song? Maybe because it is like it's too goofy for the actual franchise. Like, I get that. <laughs> Ruby's giving me a face. But I mean, too goofy for the franchise. Well, Did they see Dream Master? Also, also, also. <laughs> I mean, the song that I'm talking about that's coming up next is the Fat Boys. Are you ready for Freddy? That shit's ridiculous. I don't know if I know this one. Oh, we're gonna do it next. Okay, Will Smith is the king, the hands down king of wrap up raps. He's gonna be on this podcast more times than anybody else. Oh, I guess that's true. I didn't think of it, but yeah, this Men in Black. Wild Wild West, Wiki Wiki Wild Wild West. <laughs> Just recently, he did a wrap-up rap for that shitty Aladdin movie he was in. Yeah, no, I know, I know. Well, this is a fun one, and this is one of those ones that, like, even hardcore Nightmare on Elm Street fans yeah. don't necessarily know because... It wasn't in the movie. It, not only was it not in the movie, but then as a result of that, New Line Cinema, who held the copyright, sued them over the, over the song. And said, you gotta, like, strip everything from your marketing that says Nightmare on Elm Street. So, like, they weren't, they had to destroy the music video. You can find a copy of it online, but they weren't allowed to release it. And I guess someone had a copy somewhere. So, if you see it Yeah, it's online. That's what it is. His version of Freddy looks like a, he he looks like a Frankenstein. And, yeah. (laughs) No, he looks like a Frankenstein with all this, like, musical equipment. And, like, instead of claws, it's Mm -hmm. record player needles. Which is awesome. That's cool. There's uh when they finally were allowed to to press this in vinyl, there was a so- a sticker on the album that says a Nightmare on My Street is not part of the soundtrack and it is not authorized, licensed, or affiliated with the Nightmare on Elm Street films. Yeah, so they had to like release that, even though it actually does have Charles Burstein's. Dude. Oh, it's so good. It's a fun-ass song. You guys need to listen to the I, and, whole thing. And I'm glad you picked this one because this was also on my list, but it was hard because it's like it's not technically one of the songs that we're talking about, but it's so good and it's so close and it could fit in there so well. And like that's one of the big distinctions is there's a lot of songs about movies. I mean, Iron Maiden does a lot of songs about horror movies. There's a lot of songs like... Like about the movie. Yeah, right? Misfits has made a bunch of, bunch of songs about horror movies. Right. Things like that. But it's like they did them because they were inspired by the movie. This is literally while they're making the movie. They don't know if anybody's going to like the movie or not. But they're like, hey, big time artist, will you right. make a song to be in the movie? We're, to, we're not talking about songs about movies. We're talking about songs that were 
the cover of the movie, the title of the movie, the character of the movie. In the movie that they are talking about. Right. They're a, yeah, they're about the movie that they're in. So since we're here, here's here's this one. This is the Fat Boys, Are You Ready for Freddy? This oh, I can't was wait. <laughs> this was Nightmare on Elm Street 4 Dream Master. This oh my god, this music video He's is literally put his hand to his is head. ridiculous. <laughs> There's a lot of intro to the music video where they're like explaining why they have the Nightmare on Elm Street house is now belongs to the Fat Boys. It's like, uh, all right, fine. Here we go. Here's the the Fat Boys' career was longer than you think it was. Ooh, funky, 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 fresh. Creepy laughing in the background. I'm on board. Rumi can't help but dance. That's amazing. Yeah, dude. I love that they're like, he, I mean, that's Robert England doing Freddie doing rapping the voice in there, right? Yeah. Which is great. Yeah. It's unfucking believable. You have some more lyrics for that? Oh, yeah, let's pull it up. Well, the place was Elm Street late one night. It's looking like a ghost town. No one in sight with a hat like a vagabond standing like a flasher. Mr. Big Time, Freddy Krueger, Dream Crasher. Trying to find a girl to fit his fancy, not once, not twice, but three times, Nancy. <laughs> All the people sleeping, snoozing, and dreaming while Kruger's on the corner of Elm Street scheming. Ha, they better wake up and listen to this because the blades of Freddy's hands, they don't miss. Don't fall asleep. Yeah, Nancy says, don't fall asleep. It's 1am and Freddy's here. The supreme dream maker, the master of fear. When you see night come and stay away from the dark. Watch out, Freddy. He'll bust, bust your heart. heart. I'm here. Was he known for heart busting? I don't know. Even if our dream warriors fail and Mr. Big Time Freddy Krueger prevails, it was just prime time. I'll know you never forget what he did to that girl with the TV set. But you can't stop Freddy because he's cool as ice. Comes right back at you to slash and slice. Like a Ginsu blade, like a blender, he'll blitz you. Fred Krueger's putting on a Ritz. Is that what you see? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> like, what rhymes with Blitz and we have no time to think about it? Freddy Krueger's putting on a Ritz. Oh, this is funny because it like it keeps going through time. Like, the next couple, the next part of the chorus is it's 2 a.m., then it's 3 a.m. Oh, interesting. They have time progression in their song. But this one, like, is doing song oddly specific... three hours long. <laughs> yeah. This one's doing oddly specific things to other movies. Like, talking about the TV, primetime sure. bitch, yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, that's true, right? So... Was this a part of the actual soundtrack? This was the end credits of, of Dream Master. Oh my God. Amazing, right? I can see why you rolled your eyes before when I said that the Will Smith song was too funny. Well, and the fact that Freddy is in this, in the video, he's chasing him all around the house and like the fat boys are like, Whoa, they're hiding in bed and he like, Freddy slices the sheets and they're like, Whoa, and they run away, but like they're big. So it's funny. <laughs> so if me and you were the fat boys, mm-hmm. circa late 80s. Early nice. 90s. Yeah. And we get a chance to make this video with Freddy. Oh, be amazing. But you and I are nerds about Freddy Krueger. Do you yeah. think the fat boys were like, Paycheck City? Or do you think they were like, we're fans of the franchise? Do you think they were like, 
Just happy to still be in the game. See, it's tough when money's coming at you. Yeah, right. I am fans of anything that pays me money. Right. Freddy Hooger? Okay, that's fine. <laughs> what do you do? You eat Ritz's? You have your Ritz cracker? Okay, bring it over. <laughs> nice for hands. Got it, got it, got it, got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they knew enough to write rhymes about other parts of other films. Like the fact that you're like a big enough fan. But th- you know what this tells me? They were like, hey, we got guys, we want you to write a song about Freddy Krueger for Dream Masters. Cool, cool, cool. Can we see the movie? No, it's not done yet. Okay, so what do you want us to do? I don't know. Go watch the last movie. What do you want from me? Yeah, you get the idea. So they're writing about all the kills from the previous film. Mm-hmm. And nothing about this movie. Turns into a pizza and stabs your friend in the head. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rumi, you got another one? There's a lot of horror ones. Do you want to, or at least sci-fi horror ones? I mean, that's the ones I've been looking at, You want to keep going with that, or you want to um, get out of that? All right. Do you want to save, I think you and I both have the same favorite. Oh, it's going to be number one on the list already. Do we want to end with that? Do we want that to be our last one that we do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's save that one. Let's save that one. Let me take you back, okay? Okay, take me back. This is this is going back to like like the fifties, okay? Oh shit! What is it? Do I have this? I think so. Okay. It creeps and leaps and glides and slides Ooh. across the floor, right through the door. Oh and man! And all around the wall, a splotch, a blotch. Be careful of the blob. Oh man! You mean this song? Love it! Come on now. Ruby's blobbing it up all on the couch right now. <laughs> Trying to shake my hips as fast as possible. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> 58. And it's like psychedelic spirals. As the This is the opening. This is the title yeah. of the movie. <laughs> Here we go now. Beware of the blob, it creeps and leaps and glides across the floor, right through the door, and all around the wall, a splotch, a splotch, be careful of the blob. Awesome blob sound. Oh man, yeah, I love that. That's amazing. That's such a great song. It's funny because it like, it's, it's, that song is so perfect for the time period. The movie was perfect for the time period, but those two things do not really go together. The Blob is not the most serious horror movie that was ever made, serious horror sci-fi movie that was ever made, but the tone of the movie is way more serious than that song implies. Like, this song implies that halfway through the movie, we're going to have some go-go dancers and chicks in short skirts going oh, see, like, I, When I hear that song, especially you see like the intro is like this like swirly thing, I'm thinking... Oh, this is like a fun beach comedy. There's a beach right? party, right? <laughs> yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, there is no chance that if you made the movie based on this song alone, that there wouldn't be like this scene of like these hep cats playing yeah, and all the kids are like this song. dancing yeah, the kids are and, playing yeah. and dancing to and, this song. And the song's in the movie, actually in the movie for some reason. And the bass player and the drummer keep looking at each other and smiling. And for some reason, the movie keeps showing that. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> this is also like one of those songs that begs for a dance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because they're telling you it creeps, it leaps, and glides and slides across the floor, right through the door and all around the wall. That would be harder to do as a dance, but we could figure it out. But I mean, I get some sliding. It's like you jump, you squat, you slide. Yeah, yeah. You, you could easily do that. And then beware yeah. of the blob. And that's when you shimmy. Yeah. You get, get low while you shimmy. Oh, that'd, be, that'd be a good one. You know I'm not a dancer, but I could probably do me some blob. <laughs> <laughs> you know that song? What's that one? Do you love me? Yeah. Do, Do you, you love, love me, me now? Yeah. That 
Can you mash potato? Can you do the blob? Do the blob. Tell me, baby. Do you think I'm a slob? <laughs> I was going to say, do you like this slob? That's one of those songs. This one song, too. Like, there's a couple of these. My mind will be fucked all day because it's going to have, like, multiples of these songs playing in it at the same time. Because a lot of these songs are songs that get stuck in my head. Yep. The blob is a great example. But now it's going to be like, I have too many windows open on my, my browser of mm-hmm. my brain. And there's like all these songs to be playing at the same time. <laughs> Beware of the blob. It's true. It's true. All right. I have to bring this one up because this is the song that made this happen. And it's super weird. This is so funny. So the reason this podcast episode exists, my wife was like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you got to do this. The song that she keeps referencing is, it's called Arthur's song and it's from the movie Arthur. And I was like, well, what do you, what do you mean? And she goes, well, the Arthur, song- Like a comedy? Yeah, it's a movie. With a British guy? Dudley Moore. Yeah, he's Dudley a drunken Moore. millionaire. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And That's Liza Minnelli hooks up with him. And the song is by Christopher Cross, Mr. Criss Cross. Not the Criss Cross that we like, but a different Criss Cross. I'm going to edit that part out so that it just sounds like Criss Cross. <laughs> this is my Criss Cross. <laughs> jump around. <laughs> jump around. I'm the Miggity Miggity Mac with the Max <laughs> I'm the Miggity 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 Mac. Um, yeah, no, not him. Different crisscross. But I guess the second or third verse of this is literally just the third, the plot of the movie. But, okay. Um, I'm going to play this real quick. But I was like, this is the plot of the movie. And she goes, I don't know. I haven't seen it. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> oh, we know this song. Yeah. Everyone knows this. Song. It, it won awards and shit. I think it won Grammys and Oscars and shit. And it was part of the Arthur soundtrack. Oh man, it's a nice little slow ballad. When you get lost between the moon and New York City, I know it's crazy, but it's true. <laughs> so apparently the second verse of that which we're not going to get to sorry guys <laughs> do, do your own goddamn homework is the plot of this movie specifically and this is the one that she was like see it's it this is what the concept came from and i was like oh man because we were watching some Meaning horror movies. she's saying it's like one of the first times that that happened I don't know about that, but she says it's oddly specific. Like I see. He's like, then I met Liza Minnelli and we had dinner. <laughs> and then we drove around in my shitty car. Okay. I was too drunk to pay the waiter, babe. So you had to cover my tab and now I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I don't know if that's the plot of the movie, but basically that's... Hey, I'd listen to that song. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> But now that we brought the tempo down a little bit, yeah, yeah. I have another one that is nominated for Grammys, w- like nominated for Oscars for a bizarre ass movie. This is Ben's song by Michael Jackson. By Michael fucking yes. Jackson. This is one of the first like niche ones that I ever became aware of. It's so weird because he was getting nominated for all this fucking shit for it. And you're like, Guys, you know this is a movie about a guy who has rats that he trains to kill people, right? The sequel to Willard. And Ben is the lead rat, right? It's like a, a super smart rat or something. Yeah. This fucking song is so weird. It is. That movie's so weird. Love that movie. But yeah, it's fucked. The two of us need no more. 
the song's about us, Remy. <laughs> Shotgun the boy. You're the rat. <laughs> I'll take it. I'm brainwashed. I can I can kill people. You have fucking little Michael Jackson crooning this beautiful song about friendship and love. And you're like, but wait, this is about a rat? And like, yeah. This is a movie about a rat that he trains to kill people? Like, yeah. Wait, what? So weird. Okay, so yeah, that real quick, for people who don't know just how fucked this is, this is like a movie in the 80s where a little boy befriends a super smart rat that also can like control other rats or something, right? Basically, he he trains the rat and the rat's like, gotcha, 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 and becomes like his general to his rat army. Right. Yeah. And he uses it to like kill people. Yeah, because right? the kid's all messed up. He's, yeah. a, he's a loner. He's a loser. And this movie, if I'm not mistaken, I don't. this movie, I should have looked this up before I started talking, but it either starts and or ends with this. That should have, that's like what our podcast should be called. The Launchpad Podcast. <laughs> should have looked we this up looked before this up. we opened our mouths. <laughs> we off, just so you guys know, we often do look up a lot of shit, but yeah. then we start talking about stuff that we didn't mean to. You didn't mean to. But and, you know. I'm pretty sure this movie, I know it at least starts or ends, if not both. Why not with it. both, man? It might. It I, could. I want to say it's the credits, the, the end credits songs. But like, fuck. This became like a huge hit, this song about rats. Because you know, people who didn't know were like, oh, what a great song I about friendship. I remember being a kid. Yeah. And I remember my dad telling me that he, that, that Michael Jackson did a song for a horror movie about killer rats. And I remember as a kid being like, Obviously, my dad fucked that up somehow. Like, there's no, all those pieces can't be true. You know, like, maybe Michael Jackson did a horror movie soundtrack. Maybe Michael Jackson sang a story about a rat. But there's no way all of those things were the same, the same situation. Uh, guess what? They are. And it won awards for it. Amazing. Since we're recording this just after Valentine's Day, mm. right? Yep. I don't know when this is coming out. This is probably way in the past. This is a weird, you know, trapped in time moment. Well, I love when we when past us talks to future us and vice versa. But a movie that I watched, I got the Scream Factory super special edition, yeah. unedited version of My Bloody Valentine. Okay. And I'm watching it and the credits start rolling. I'm like, great movie. Awesome. I love seeing all the gore cut back in. It's a great slasher. Yeah. I love that movie. The end of the movie, one of these songs popped up. Okay. Here we go. What? Oh no, don't get too excited. That's how the movie ends. In a place known as This is not in the same vein as the movie. It is though. And I'll tell you why. And those who remain were never the same. You could see the fear in their eyes. Once every year. As the 14th draws near, there's a hush all over the town. All the legend they say on a Valentine's Day is a curse that'll live on and on. (laughs) And no one will know as the years come. It's pretty fucking good, right? So give give a quick, uh, you know, two-sentence summary of what this movie is about. So there's a mind collapse, and the only guy who survives is Harry Warden. And this song is called The Ballad of Harry Warden, and he supposedly survived by eating the other people he was trapped with in the mine. So then years later, uh, at a Valentine's Day dance, he kills a bunch of people, and it ruins this town. They ban Valentine's Day, they don't celebrate Valentine's Day, but it's like present day for the movie. And the kids are celebrating Valentine's Day again, and they're going to have a dance, 
even though the town's like, well, you don't want to upset the curse of Harry Warden. Whatever. The kids do it anyway, and people start getting killed, and they're like, oh, it's Harry Warden. Or is it? <laughs> the song is basically in this vein of in mining towns mm-hmm. and the folk music in general. There's a lot of songs about people trapped in collapsed mines and how sad their wives are, or like sunken ships and like dead right, sailors. Right. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's like folk a music. Yeah, 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 there's a lot of them. And this song is Ballad of Harry Warden, and it was what closed out the movie. And I fucking love My Bloody Valentine's, one of my favorite like 80s slashers because it has, especially the new version that I, that I got to the, see. the Scream Factory one a good one? Killed it because they added all the sweet gore in. Like this lady, her head gets put on a spigot, like a water spigot, and, and water's coming out of her mm-hmm. mouth. Person gets burned alive in a dryer. This guy gets a pickaxe through his jaw and pops out his eye and then they drag him along the ground. It's a cool movie. That's one of those movies. I, I've seen it and it's there's contention about that one because of the gore being cut out that it yeah. was, it was like kind of neutered, but... Oh, um, the gore back in is so much better. So awesome. And it's got a cool killer, like a killer's yeah. goggle face, gas mask, mm-hmm. with a hard hat. I have to tell you, though, that's one of those movies that because I've never worked in a mine, I don't know what some of his kills are. There's some of the stuff that he kills. Oh, yeah. Like, he has this nail gun and you're like, I guess that's a nail gun, but why is it in a mine? Or like, I guess that's a drill bit, but like, what are you using that for? Like, I don't understand the the job. The horror going audience that also works in a mine is like, oh, he just killed him with a MC 3245 (laughs) nail. Yeah. Yeah. Never seen a nailer used quite that way. You know what I'm saying, Brian? <laughs> <laughs> but like, it's a, it's a cool movie. I like it. And then I saw the remake recently. The, the same, remake, the same I weekend. only saw that in the theaters, but yeah. I remember liking it. The kills are awesome. Kills are awesome. Mm-hmm. I like the twists that they do. A lot of nudity in it. Like a lot of nudity nice. in it. Yeah. <laughs> Ding dongs are girly piece. Yeah, it's girly. She's like runs out into the parking lot to like beat the shit out of this trucker guy who was filming them have sex up against her knowledge. She was like, no, you can't film me. And she comes out and she's naked yelling at him, completely naked. And she's like attacking him, but then the my bloody Valentine killer like pickaxes him in the head and then chases her around naked. I suppose if I was going to be a killer and I was going to kill people and I turned the corner, it was like an, I'm assuming she was good looking. I mean, yeah, for the I mean, awesome. the, the movie wanted you to to feel that way. Yeah. Do you think that that night at the bar, the pickaxe killer is having a drink next to Michael Myers, next to Freddy Krueger? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, like Freddy Krueger's like, you wouldn't believe what happened today, bitch. I was uh, terrorizing the fat boys <laughs> at some house. <laughs> and the, Jason was like, I tried to go swimming again. <laughs> I'm never going to learn. And then Bloody Valentine's like, I got that beat. Yeah. Dude, I killed this trucker. He falls down dead. I turn around. There's this naked chick running towards screaming, me. Screaming, <laughs> screaming. She's screaming. So I chase her into the hotel room. She's like hiding under the bed. I'm like, I'm going to get you. And then I turn around and there's literally a little person. She runs the hotel or something. <laughs> so I take my pickaxe, bam, up through the chin, into the ceiling, and I leave her there. <laughs> oh, I need to rewatch that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, did you kill the naked chick? Oh, yeah, I killed the naked chick, but I'm just telling you. Bro, how naked was she? <laughs> Dude, you don't even... It's like, who, who, who are you talking to? Pennywise. You wouldn't even know Pennywise. She was so naked. And then Pennywise just starts doing this stupid dance, and you're like, get out of here, Pennywise. No, not that. Pennywise doesn't exist. Go home, Pennywise. You're Dude. drunk. <laughs> Oh, man. I wish any of those... Well, speaking of clowns, I got one for you right here. How about this? Oh, Randy? okay. Where are we going with this? I know what it is. So what, what movie is this, really? Killer Clowns from Outer Space. By the Dickies. Yes. Yes. 
And again, this is another one of those things that's a perfect snapshot of this genre of this movie. Yeah. You know what I mean? Firing on all cylinders. The look of the movie, the tone of the movie, the song, the feel of the song. Yeah. It's all fucking like rad 80s, like radical. This is another goofy music video. Real oh, weird. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. I love that. I love everything about that goddamn movie and everything. It's great. It's so terrible and so good. And oh, it's great. Uh, I just wish that it moved faster. The first like 20 minutes of that movie when he's like, where's my dog? And you're like, oh my God, just go in there and get killed already. Come on. I'm fine. I, I, I see what you're saying, especially if you've seen the movie a thousand times, but uh, everyone's running when the circus comes into their towns. Yep. Everyone is running from the likes of the killer clowns from outer space. Killer clowns from outer space. Mm -hmm. Jocko. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ringmaster shouts, let the show begin, send in the clowns, then let them do you in. See a rubber nose on a painted face bringing genocide to the human race. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. With cotton candy. Delicious. Oh, so good. Oh, man. I love that. I love that. The Dickies. It's a weird movie and a weird song. And it's great because it, it specifically fits that criteria of mm. it's literally giving you plot points to the movie. Sure, yeah, 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 yeah. Because there's a lot of songs that are, you know, like the Dokken one, great fucking song talking about Dream Warriors and shit, but doesn't mention Freddy. Right, right, right. It's yeah. like, at least the fat boys were like, in the headline. he's a creepy dude and he's coming to get you. He's got claws and he smashes your head in a TV. And yeah. you're like, thanks, fat boys. Thanks for that whole plot rundown. And I think it's important to say, uh, if you guys have noticed, we're only doing movies. We're not doing television shows. And I gave it this, uh, we haven't talked about this. Yeah. Uh, but I've given this some thought. We can't do this for television shows because I think theme songs for television shows kind of need to tell you what the show is about. Yeah, the theme song for the TV show is always exactly what it's about. Yeah, like I think that's part of it, especially like for a the Brady Bunch was like, hey, exactly. here's what right. happened. This is why this TV because show I think is it's like if you just tuned in and you have no idea what you're watching, mm -hmm. I'm going to give you at least a quick snippet of of the important shit. And I think that would actually be a really funny episode. They're to creepy do. and they're kooky, yeah, yeah. mysterious. And, and it's funny you say that because the Adams family made a couple of movies. Yeah, and they had a song called "The Adams Groove" by none other than MC Hammer. His head is bouncing around the room for this music video, <laughs> and Wednesday and Pugsley are like watching his head bounce around the room with zero emotion. It's the <laughs> weirdest, weirdest music video. Now you know like a week ago, Amanda and I saw MC Hammer Whoa, live. Whoa, this right? is so freaking cool. He was fucking great. Did he do this song? He did not do this song. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Well, no, I guess everyone there was like our age. They would have remembered it. But like I remember this, and I remember the video was cool. Was was stupid but cool. Yeah, I remember the song is stupid but cool. The end the credits to the movie. Cool. It was so fucking funny. But this is that era of wrap up raps, where at the end of the movie, for whatever reason, mm -hmm. the rappers would just be like, they they'd bring in some rap songs, whether the movie was about rap or not. How much rapping is in Adam's Family? Well, again, it's another cross section or or, or snippet, I guess I should say, of the time frame because. When you made a movie in the early 90s, you damn well ended it with a rap. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. A white people movie. It had to have a rap. <laughs> had to have end. a rap in the they end of it. do what they want to do, say what they want to say, live how they want to live, play how they want to play, dance how they want to dance. Now, I always thought it was lickety split. Not the case. It's kick and they slap a friend. The Adams family. The kick and a slap a friend. 
the Adams family kick and too they legit. Slap a friend. I didn't get the kick and they slap a friend part. I don't know why they do that. Why are they slapping their friends? I admit I don't understand rap, but <laughs> yeah. And then at the end they say too. There's a whole thing about too legit. They say it like too legit ten times. Too it's legit amazing. to quit. To quit. Well, that's another M- MC no, Hammer I don't, song. I, okay. I understand it. Really. <laughs> I just. I, I thought you said you didn't understand rap, Rumi. I was explaining raps to you. I understand the word legit. <laughs> <laughs> you have more to talk about with this one? Not with this one. I have a shit ton of wrap-up raps to throw at you. <laughs> okay, do that because I have a rap that's not a wrap-up rap, but I think is one of the most significant. Here's just just a couple, and you guys will know exactly what this is. Yep. I think Will Smith has made more wrap-up raps than anybody. It's the MIB. This was definitely on my list of one that I cringingly wanted to talk about. Remember that. You did not see. <laughs> oh my God, so good. You're right. You know, I like him as an entertainer, as as a, as an artist, whether he's acting or, or doing music. But you're right. He has a knack for concisely and interestingly telling you the story. Mm-hmm. Right. Like even in the snippet we just listened to now, you already know the gist of the MIB. Right. You already know the gist of what they do. And it's alluding to plot points in the movie. Right. Hey, you thought you saw this? Yeah, now you didn't. It's pretty cool. It's it really is pretty funny. And he, he is good at it. And the first man in black is a pretty solid movie. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's super it's, fun. This is what it is. And it's fun. Well, remember, here's that one. Mu- remember that music video? And he's dancing with the CGI. D- dancing creature? with the alien. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was the creature's mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. They break it down. Oh, it's a great one. Well, here's a movie that sucked that he did this to. <laughs> Wiki 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 wow wow. The song is so kind of catchy. Rough rider, no, you don't want nada. None of this. Six gunning this, brother running this, buffalo soldier. Look, it's like I told you. Any damsel that's in distress, be out of that dress when she meet Jim West. Whoa. Logic dictates that they pay him for the song, too, right? Yeah. Can you imagine if you. You got paid for your job twice. You know what I mean? Like, imagine if Walking Dead told you, hey, uh, we need you to, you know, do this zombie with the head fall off today. Oh, and if you sing about it, we'll give you an extra million dollars. <laughs> yes, please. And can I put it on all my, like, single, like, best of Will Smith albums? Sure, sure. you can. Yeah, like... I, like <laughs> sure you can, Aaron. Go ahead and put your zombie head fall off song in a best so, of Will Smith album. <laughs> no, here's what ha- has to happen, though. Will Smith should go back and do the movies that he hasn't done yet, like sleeping on the bathroom floor with my son <laughs> like, that would be a good one i'm a piece of shit superhero and i suck i'm gonna that te- movie that movie sucks the movie's great no um, what about um the, the space movie that nobody saw hit that had him and his son in it gemini man no that's coming out that's him and him <laughs> oh the 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 scientology one yes after earth yeah 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 Maybe there was a song and we don't even know. (laughs) We'll play it later, but I also have the Aladdin song, the the Aladdin rap he just did with DJ Khaled. Oh my God. The Wawa West, Jim West, Desperado, Rough Rider, you don't want not (laughs) none of this six gun in this brother running this Buffalo soldier looking like I told you any damsel that's in distress be out of this dress when she meets Jim West. Woo! Uh, not, not bad, not bad. Oh man, this movie's terrible, but yeah, this song's pretty, uh, pretty good. And you guys should watch the music video because, man, he puts on a good show. <laughs>
that's the thing. I guess if you love, even if you don't like his stuff, it's funny and it's worth watching. But like the wrap up raps, there's so many of them. Literally, this is like a late 90s, early 2000s phenomenon. Men in Black. Um, oh, shit. Oh, here's a good one. Here's a good one. You ready for this, Rumi? I am. Yeah. Deepest, bluest. My hat is like a shark's fin. My hat is like a shark's fin. It's this music video is ridiculous. It's LL Cool J in the water tank from Deep Blue Sea with like like 30s Hollywood like <laughs> synchronized dancers around him and their legs are like up in the water like kicking and all around him there's an orchestra playing this this violin part and like he's just splashing water around there's sharks everywhere. And this is definitely not one of those ones that was well received, right? Like this is one of those ones that everybody makes fun of. Deepest bluest my hat is like a shark's fin yeah that's what we're going with you know it's like man made wow. terror but dude tell me this isn't a great fucking movie you it took is... way too long with that response for me. I, i'm thinking i'm thinking this movie's amazing it's jurassic park underwater with sharks you like shark movies you like shark horror movies you like bad shark movies this is like a multi-million dollar bad shark movie it, I, yes it is not as good I don't see, I don't think it's as great as everybody thinks it is, but what? Yeah. Morgan Freeman's like, hey guys, we got to stick together. I'm going to give this big rousing speech and guess what's going to happen? The second I finish this speech, boom, eaten by a shark. <laughs> eaten by a shark, dude. LL Cool J's in it. I like anything LL Cool J's in Maybe because he always brings so much character. And in this movie, he plays a chef with a parrot for a friend. And he's talking. Doesn't he hide in an oven at some point? Well, he tries to. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, this music video—he's getting splashed with water. You guys need to watch this music video because there's scenes where he's like dancing and shit, getting sprayed with water, and you can tell he's not enjoying it. He's like, oh, oh, oh it's in my eye. <laughs> but like, it's slow mo, so he's not gonna stop. Deepest, bluest, my eyes. Ah, my eyes. <laughs> my eyes. Oh man. <sighs> See, I love underwater horror movies. Like, really? Like uh, Leviathan. The Abyss. Deep Star 6. Hell yeah, Deep Star 6. Deep Blue Sea. I have not seen the one that just came out. I really want to. The one that came out with Kristen Stewart. I did not get to see that. Probably by the time this airs, I've seen oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That actually looks like it could be okay. My mom said it was really good, so I want to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> he said that so earnestly. <laughs> but what's, what's if Mrs. Right? Aaron says it's okay, then I'm, I'm down to give it a shot. <laughs> Dude, I'm just watching this music video. It's incredible. This is like... I think, I think I have a rap that can top that. Okay. What is it? Yo. It's the green machine, gonna rock the town without being seen. Have you ever seen a turtle get down? Jamming and jamming to the new swing sound. Yeah, everybody <laughs> let's move. Vanilla is here with the new Jack Groove, gonna rock. And roll the place with the power of the Ninja Turtle bass. 
Iceman, <laughs> you know I'm not playing. <laughs> Devastate the show while the turtles are staying. Go ninja, go ninja, go, go ninja, go ninja, go. Yeah, this is one of the weirdest ones too because yes, this is exactly what what we're talking about, but it's in the middle of the movie. Right, right. it's like surprises even the turtles. <laughs> <laughs> I did a pretty good job. You did a good job. I was like, whoa, Vanilla Ice, are you here? I know most of those words, too. And even the nerdy scientist is dancing a little bit. Ugh. Why didn't we ever get a Baxter Stockman in any of those movies? That was fucking him. He even looked like Baxter Stockman. I know. So this movie is Secret of the Ooze, right? Secret Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, which I friggin' love just as much as the first, but it's oh. in a much different direction, right? Oh, it's so goofy, but ostensibly more true to what the Ninja Turtles were at the time. At than, least for us, yeah. like as, the, as, as yeah. the kids. Not not for the comic, but for the show, for sure, and the mm-hmm. toys. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. Fucking Vanilla Ice. Like, how 90s can you get than a Vanilla Ice rapping with and about the Ninja Turtles? Yeah. Like, fucking great. And kudos to him for making that up on the spot. He was giving a concert, and Ninja Turtles and two other mutants slammed through the wall in a fight. And he comes up with that rap, rap wow. on the spot. If you watch, there's what even a great a shot, freestyle. There's even a shot of him looking at his his DJ, yeah. and giving like a yo yo, throw the beat down because you could see he's like, okay, 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 and then he jumps right into it. It's fucking great. And <laughs> I had thought about this the last couple of days that I wanted to talk about this. I just remembered there is a rap at the end of the first one. T u r t l e power. Do you remember that fucking song? Turtle Power. T-U-R-T-L-E Power. T-U-R-T-L-E Power. The song is really cool. I had the track, the, the tape, the eight, not the eight track. I was older than that. The regular, the uh, cassette tape. But in it, it talks about the different Ninja Turtles. And it says Raphael is the leader of the group. And I remember as a kid being like, what? What? Is this it? Yes. Just found it? Ooh. Power. Who could ask for more? The crime wave is high. With Morgan's mysterious, all police and detectives are furious because they can't find the source of this legally evil force. This is serious, so give me a quarter. I was a witness. Just get me a reporter. <laughs> get on this case. Better hurry up. There's no time to waste. We need help like quick on the double. We got pity on the city. Man is in trouble. We need heroes like the Long Rangers. When Tonto came pronto, when there was danger, they didn't say we'd be there in half an hour. Because they displayed turtle power. Get the fuck out. I remember that from the fucking 90s. Dude. We just... I, I can't believe we're still finding these. Like this, this we did not know that this one was going to be on the show. Wow, T R U. But there's a part where I they can't spell turtle. There's a there's a part where they talk about the turtles and they specifically say Raphael. He's the leader of the group transformed from the norm by the nuclear goop. And I'm and like, like, no. As a kid, I was like, wait, no. But I was like, how? Like even as a kid, I was like, how is this on the fucking movie and soundtrack? Nobody at any time was like. That's not correct. Let's change that. Let's bleep that out. Let's not have that song on the soundtrack. They just fucking put it on there anyway. So you brought it up, and it's mo- the ones like Ninja Rap is in the m- near the end of the movie, but it's in the movie right, itself. It's, middle, it's part of the fucking it's part movie, yeah. of the movie. And I have a couple of those where it's like it's in the movie, and you get to pick zombies or ghosts. Zombies. Zombies. Okay, here we go. What is this? Acid rain. 
There you go. So this is from Return of the Living Dead. Yes. I, now I remember that. By, it's a title song, isn't it? By 45 Grave. Uh, this one's just called Party Time. Yeah, I think I think they do it a lot of times, but it's in the movie, in the movie, while, right, they're, right, while right. they're dancing around. Dancing. It's about dancing on the graves and getting attacked. Leanna Quigley, right? Yeah, Leanna Quigley. Who did it? I, I love the idea of a girl who's like, man, I'm so weird and bad. I'm just going to strip naked and dance in the cemetery for my friends. <laughs> yeah, right? What uh, would you do if you were in a group of like five or six people and like one of the girls just stripped naked and danced. Let's just say, no, because the cemetery is a very large part of it, right? I don't know, dude. I don't in, even in, know. In your house, it would be weird. But like if you were out somewhere where dancing was not part of what you well, thought was going to In the movie, they're like, all right, there she is being crazy yeah. again. I'd be like, like, she, they, clearly, they, she's done that before, like at Burger King or something. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, for me, I'd be like, guys, we're going to get in trouble. We should yeah, go. I know I would too. Guys. Like, don't get me wrong. This is fun to watch. But at the same time. Guys, we're going to get in trouble. I don't want my mom to find out. <laughs> so here's another one that's in the middle of the movie. Nice. This is like iconic to me. Yeah. This is classic. Although I don't know if everybody will recognize it right away. No, unlike Blob, this one, the tone is similar to the movie, right? Yeah. We, we didn't say what it's from yet though, right? Yeah, I'm hoping they're going to say it in the song. <laughs> cleaning up the town. The Ghostbusters are cleaning up the town. So in the middle of the Ghostbusters movie, this is like the montage showing them cleaning up the town. The montage of them doing stuff and, the Ecto, and like Ecto one, yeah, yeah, they're cleaning up the town. They're busting a bunch of ghosts and they're like destroying stuff, they're leaving a wake of destruction in their path. But it's pretty fun. Since I played it, I might as well do this one too, right? I didn't even think of this one, but yeah, yeah, this has got to be like one of the most well-known ones from the most well-known movie. So this is like childhood for me. This is because again, the cartoon show had this club and having this start playing. Yeah. I don't know if that would ever happen, but I'd go nuts. I would too. That's insane. Who else though? (laughs) But I would start doing the dance of them walking Walking down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Like this. Yeah. And they do that like weird walk and then he steps on Slimer. I was going to say, if I saw you doing that, I would slide across the floor in front of you Slimer style. (laughs) 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 Who can you call? Oh my god, so good. So good, dude. <laughs> this is a great idea for an episode. Oh my god. This is another one of those things that I feel like we could do a two-parter at some point because we have I mean, I have tons that I haven't talked about. Tons of them. So yeah, those were the ones that were in the middle of the movie. Um I mean, there's just so many of them because I think every movie that comes out, they have to like make a soundtrack, right? And they're like, "Well, let's get somebody big." Is Will Smith in it? Can you <laughs> sing about what we're doing here? Yeah, exactly. Uh, or like what about movies where like the song is integral to like the plot points like uh, here's a famous one that Eminem did and the movie is about him creating this song mm. and the song is about him being a rapper trying to create oh, this it's song a mirror? it's an audio mirror yeah it's an audio mirror basically oh man this year at the Oscars Eminem came out and did this song oh really because he won an Oscar for it and was like fuck that I'm not showing up 
And now, 17 years later, like he showed up and did this song, and the crowd was like, yeah, except Martin Scorsese, who was like, what? So bright, so loud. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know he won an Oscar for this. He did? Yeah. I didn't know that. Mom's Spaghetti? Mom's Spaghetti. One shot. One opportunity. Sees everything you ever wanted. Would you take it, Rumi? One moment. What would I have to do to do it? Mom's Spaghetti. <laughs> okay, fine. Did I throw it up, or...? His palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti, he's nervous. But on the I never got that. I was like, if you were sick and nervous, why would you throw up on your sweater? What are you, a baby? <laughs> throw it, yeah, throw up out. Like, that's what you, in a movie and no one directed you to how people throw up? Did you dribble it down your chin? Oh, man, we're all bobbing now. It is a pretty good song. Oh, man, it's a pure jam. Pure jam my dude what a what a great song pretty decent movie i mean he did a great job in it i have no problems with that but like man i actually never saw the movie you never saw the movie no it's pretty good man is it worth the watch sure i mean it's a movie it's like oh man my life is tough and i'm a rapper and i'm trying to be a rapper and i go to all these shows and uh sometimes it's cool and sometimes it sucks Sometimes I wear a regular shirt. Sometimes I wear a vomit shirt. <laughs> Here's a really shitty one that Eminem did. You hate this movie. What is it? It Volume 1? <laughs> what? No. Um, Pacific Rim? He's really burying the lead here. Like, What other movies have I hated that you don't like that I hate? Oh, I don't like this movie either, so. Oh, Shin Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eminem did the same soundtrack for it. I'm going to take you with me. Yeah, this is the end credit song. Like, he just starts screaming the title of the movie in your face. Oh. Venom. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely not lose yourself. Is he even singing about Venom Venom, or is he just singing about Venom? He, he said they're going to taste my Venom. He which, keeps saying, like, he has a monster inside him, and it's like, stuck with him like so it could be literal or it could be metaphorical yeah a lot of these songs are like that like he's not like there's a girl venom here for no reason and the bad guy should have been carnage but it's not <laughs> but it's not it's some other guy and on our planet he also <laughs> called me venom and uh, we spoke english on our planet <laughs> that movie was such fucking garbage not the rap that you expected here's one by the ramones Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that from the first one or second one? I don't know. I think it's the first one. I think it's the I think it's the end title credits of the first. But it definitely is one of them? Yes. I'm pretty sure it's the first movie. Pretty damn good, though. It's a good song. Way to go, Ramones. Wikipedia says the song was originally written for the 89 film adaptation. Yeah. King is a huge Ramones fan and invited them to play in New England. Pretty good, right? All right. Don't want to live my life again. Ooh. Oh, things are getting funky, Rumi. Oh, I didn't think of this one either. This would have been great, too. This is the theme from Shaft by Isaac Hayes. This is a great movie, by the way. A great the movie. The original is a great movie. And the other cool thing about it is the soundtrack is bitching. But Isaac Hayes is literally talking about all the ridiculous things that 
Shaft is doing, and like it's only ridiculous because you're not Shaft. It's true. I love this Shaft. He's one bad mother. Shut your mouth. I'm just talking about Shaft. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> Even this part is good. It takes forever to get into it. Who's the black private dick that's a sex machine to all the chips? You're damn right. You're damn right. I love that. Who's that guy that's good as his job and also is a male whore? Shaft. <laughs> You're that's what I mean. That's a study. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, Rumi, let's wrap it up with one that you and I were both super oh, freaking excited about. Yeah, I think we both immediately had, and this is the song that I very first thought of when you said that we were going to do this episode. We're going to delve back into the horror world for this one. Mm-hmm. Got Alice Cooper singing along, or what? Oh, I mean. How could I not? You went to Fayetteville And you parked alone On a summer night You're deep in love But you're deeper in the woods You think you're doing alright Did you hear that voice? Did you see that face? Or was it just a dream? This can't be real That only happens, babe Sing along, guys. Here we go. Oh, but he's back. He's the man behind the mask. And he's out of control. control. He's He's back. The man behind the mask. And he crawled out of his hole. Oh, my God. I fucking love this song. Oh, it's so good, man. The rest of the lyrics, you're swimming with your girl out on Lover's Lake, and the wind blows cold. It chills your bones, but you're still on the lake. It's like, wait, what? Wait, what? And that's a bad mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Then the next part is like, uh, the moon is full. You had your chance to be all alone. But you're not alone. But you're not alone. <laughs> this keeps doing it where it's like, hey, you're out on the lake. You shouldn't be there, but you're still there, dude. Yeah, yeah. And it says, this is your last dance and your last romance. You're like, wait, what? Wait, what? What? Because I, I he's ro- back. I romantically interested. The man behind the mask. Oh, it's and so who good. Who is the man behind the mask? Oh, Jason Voorhees, man. This came out for... Friday the 13th, part six, six, Jason Lives, Lives. Which is probably my one favorite of the whole, if I had to pick one out-and-out favorite. Oh, it's so it's good. It's the NECA figure that I have. Yeah. I think it's it's one of my favorites, or it's it's my favorite for many reasons. This song is one of them. This is the, I think, the end credit song, right? Yeah. They hit roll. It's like starring this guy, this guy as Jason, this dude's in it too. And oh, it's yeah. The, the music samples. What? Just, <laughs> oh man, Alice Cooper rocking it. And like, the, the promo material for Alice Cooper wearing the hockey mask singing this song is so fucking cool. This is funny because it's not tongue-in-cheek. It's not fun. He's fucking serious. Oh, you know, yeah. Alice Cooper is serious in this. Well, and I love that it's this one or, or Dream Warriors for me. But like That are your top, you mean? Top favorite, like, credits roll and suddenly you're like, you're singing about the movie I just watched. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember. I, I heard this one for the first time as an adult. Like I, yeah. I didn't necessarily grow up with the Friday Thirteenth movies, but I watched them all at some point while growing sure. up a couple times. But like 
as an adult, when I really started delving back into them, when I first heard this again, I was like, wait, Alice Cooper did a song about Jason? You're like, no way. And it's like, so serious. 80s rock horror serious. The man behind the mask. (laughs) Oh my God, you can just just grab it. he's out of control. (laughs) And he crawled out of his Oh, 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 oh. oh, it's and, ridiculous. Oh, and then I think later on, run as fast as you can. He's a dangerous, dangerous man. Um, he's he's back, the man behind the mask, and he's after your soul. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, it's so good. He's out tonight. He's watching you, and he knows your house. Don't turn out the lights. It's ridiculous, and I love these ones. But Rumi, if you and I had a song mm. about us making a podcast about songs that are about the movies that they are in what genre That's would you do That's called a two-way mirror. Eminem did the for the one-way mirror. We're doing a two-way mirror. Would you do a wrap-up rap? Would you have the rock ballad? Would you go My Bloody Valentine and have like the the once was two podcasters? I know it definitely wouldn't be that. It's, who did some songs about movies they watched. <laughs> for me, it's we're either the Fat Boys <laughs> in some sort of like goofy Scooby-Doo-esque video. Okay. Where we're like very silly or man behind the mask rock ballad and our fucking like we both have on like large tank tops with big poofy hair animal print on the tank tops and like super skin tight fucking pants spikes coming out of the crotch (laughs) fuck yeah coming out everywhere yeah spikes everywhere spikes the better Especially in the crotch so, area. Suddenly, we have earrings on for no reason. <laughs> yeah. neither, neither of us have any piercings. And makeups. But- I think we're, we have makeup, right? Oh, yeah. Like I would cross it like somewhere between Clockwork Orange and Alice Cooper makeup. Okay. I, I, yeah, I was going to say, is it scary makeup? Or are we going like Twisted Sister, like glam rock? Like, no, do you have no, eyeshadow no, no. on? Not at the moment, but I, you, you want me to get it? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, uh, do you have some eyeshadow we could borrow? What are you guys doing? Nothing. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> Our, our wives have walked in on us doing some ridiculous stunts for the show, breaking lamps, <laughs> trying to summon, summon seances. A, summon a ghost in, in your super small ass bathroom. In a small ass bathroom. Can you imagine if they came out and were just putting makeup on each other? <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it would throw either of them? I think they'd be like, just a matter of time. I knew this was coming. <laughs> <laughs> I think Kate would make fun of us, and I think Amanda would just turn around and walk away. Her eyes would be rolled. Amanda would go, is that my makeup or your makeup? (laughs) And I'd be like, it's my makeup. She'd be like, fine. Fine. You guys do what you want. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what do you think? Should we count this bad boy down or Let's count this bad boy down. All right. All right, guys. We're back with your Pulp Culture Countdown for... Songs and movies about the movie that they're in. <laughs> it's such a weird distinction, dude. I love that we found this like weird niche of song. And it's one, of, again, I said at the beginning of this episode, it's one of those episodes that I was like, yeah, I could probably scrape together some information for that. But then you're like, dude, we could easily do a full, another full episode. Probably will. But the problem is everything that's left isn't as cool as Man Behind the Mask. So. <laughs> no, well, Man Behind the Mask is such a high bar. <laughs> but there's so many. What do you think is going to be number one, guys? What do we, what do we put here? <laughs> well, at number five, we have Fat Boys, Ready for Freddy from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, Dream Master. This is one of the first wrap-up raps. You have Robert England rapping in it. It's amazing. Yeah, the titular character is actually on the vocal track <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> while chasing 
two fat guys somehow not catching three. them. Three fat guys. Three, three without catching you them for the entire them? video. You forgot them anywhere in the fib? How could I forget one fat guy? Try saying that. That's hard. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget one fat guy? At number four, Rumi, what do we got? It creeps, it slides, it glides across the floor. We have The Blob. The song is called The, the Blob. Blob. Tells you exactly <laughs> what's going to happen. It's even named the same thing as the movie. And you're watching the movie, and this is this is the opening titles to the movie when it's giving you the original like 1950s one. And you're like, oh, I guess I know what this blob's going to do. They should have put the same title, uh, the same title song at the beginning of the of the 80s blob. Oh. It creeps and glides. And not an update. It just should have been the same one. Oh, see, I would have loved it if they did a hair metal. Hair version. metal. Like, oh, that's true. Oh, it creeps and he starts. And you're like, They yeah, had this dude. great idea and they called Alice Cooper and they were like, you busy? It was like, yeah, oh, sorry. Dude, I'm wearing a hockey mask. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, what's number three, Rooms? Uh, we got Doke and Dream Warriors. The dream keeps happening, man. They're dicks. <laughs> but this is Dream Warriors, Nightmare on Elm Street 3. Dokken did this rockin' power ballad, super awesome hair metal version about Freddy Krueger. But they never say his name. They just talk about being real sleepy and then being Dream Warriors. We're the Dream Which is cool because it, like, it is indisputably about the Dream Warriors yeah. and about those characters in the movie. But it also is not like Freddy Krueger. This is exactly Freddy Krueger, yeah. the third movie in the franchise. Being chased by a guy who looks like a burn-up weenie. <laughs> Speaking of burn-up weenies, our number two is kind of a mix. It's pretty much anything and everything by Will Smith. Uh, he has done so many wrap-up raps. We've and talked so about many, least, like, what, four or five four on this five. show. And I didn't even get to the one about Aladdin. I was going to play that, but <laughs> DJ Khaled. <laughs> <laughs> And Will Smith, and Will Smith has done so many of these, and he just deserves a special place in the pantheon of the movie singles. <laughs> well, he does such a good job because uh, you know he tells he's the pretty accessible. Story. Like you can understand everything he says. He's family friendly. Kids like him. Now adults and parents are our age, so they like him. You know, like, even my parents weren't offended by Will Smith, right? Yeah. Another one. <laughs> You know it's Will Smith and DJ Khaled. Uh, too late, y'all done wound me up. Too late, y'all done wound me up. About to show you what I'm working with. It's the Alibaba, it's the Big Papa, it's the Blue. Jasmine like a flower is Grant you wishes it Don't even cost a dollar This is terrible <laughs> I mean it's still funny But terrible We couldn't really pick A best Will Smith song But we certainly can pick Our favorite song About the movie That it's in yeah And it's Alice Cooper He's back The man behind the mask <laughs> it's just so freaking it's the perfect like it's why we like shitty movie sunday right yep. they took it super seriously they didn't fail at it per se but it's still really freaking funny for us oh, and it's hysterical too because alice cooper alice cooper has made a lot of songs about horror movies and like specific ones he's been in a few horror movies too and to make a song that is the end credits, bam, last shot of the movie, rolling the credits, directed by Star, boom, and this is your song rocking the yeah, audience out of their yeah. seats. Amazing. Amazing, dude. You think, like, what if he always wanted, like, what if he always wanted to do, like, a, a Freddy movie? Yeah. And he was like, can I do a Freddy movie? They're like, oh, we already have Will Smith doing it. He's like, well, you could have two people do it. They're like, we also have the fat boys do it. Yeah. <laughs> you could have Jason, though. He's like, uh, I don't really want Jason. 
what's his deal though? It's his last romance, and he's on the loan on the lake, but not alone on the lake. <laughs> but you're not all alone. Right. They're like, all right, get this. You're alone on the lake, but you're not alone. And he's like, go on. <laughs> he wears a mask. Okay, I get it. You're out. You're taking a dump, but you're not taking a dump. <laughs> Singing about tacos with I your girl. I love that you can't get over that one part about where they say you're alone on the lake, but you're not alone. <laughs> that's the part that's getting you. You're a punk and you're taking a dump because those burritos are talking to you, but gonna sing a song <laughs> to your girlfriend through the walls of the house. He's back. The man behind the man. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Rumi. Well, this has been really good. Guys, let us know what your favorite song about a movie that's in the movie it's about. And maybe we'll revisit this because there's so many fucking more. There's a, there's a handful of them for sure. Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod. And our website, LaunchpadPod.com. Let us know what our song should be. Should it be the 80s ballad? Yeah. Should it be like the goofy 90s rap? What should we... And who should perform it? Aside from us. We're in the video oh, for yeah, sure. Yeah, we're in the video. But should we get one of these people to actually sing it? The Rocketeers, they had a podcast about movies they watched and songs that would last. Veto. <laughs> Next. Like we're in the audience. Like it's like yeah. I got Alice Cooper in the wings wearing yeah. a hockey mask. I got Eminem with a chainsaw. And he's like, You you have my resume, right? We're like, Yep, <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. we'll be in contact. Thanks. <laughs> this guy with a dull summer just being like, it would be a good folk ballad. Like, <laughs> Next. Next. Let us know what you guys think. It's like, dude, we have the Dickies and Alice Cooper waiting to do a song. Get out of here with your dull summer. <laughs> Nobody wants that shit. <laughs> Let's blast this thing off. They slapped their hands on their rocket ship and they made a fart with their lips. They slapped and made a noise with both their hands. And he puked on my phone. <laughs> the rocketeers are back, but they never left. <laughs> Oh, we're the Rocketeers, and we are out.